Hello and welcome to another episode of the Husky Budboo Podcast. This is your Husky Budboo Ariel. And I'm hoping that all of you are well in this uh, festive week, weekend, I guess. Yes, uh, something like that. I'm, you have to excuse me. I'm not uh, the most uh, jolly person for this type of season. Um, reminded of personal issues which I will not go into because... Why start the podcast with a huge downer of a bad story that probably none of you wanted to hear? So uh, I'll just avoid talking about that and just concentrate on just uh, the good stuff. Okay, so here you go. So my gift to you, just talking about good stuff. So how all of you have been? I know I've taken a little hiatus. Uh, It was just a week, just rested a week between because, well, I wanted to make the next podcast meaningful and well. What is the most meaningful thing that's been happening lately? Oh, yes. This little film that probably you've heard about, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, that little thing. So uh, I went to see it this past weekend and uh, me liked. That's just the the gist of it. Uh, And uh, I was pondering whether to do this as spoiler filled or non-spoiler. I usually go with the uh, the spoiler up the yin yang, and quite frankly, that's what I'm thinking of doing. But I, I would just like to preface this that if you haven't seen the movie, please do not listen to this podcast. Stop it right now, put it on hold, save it somewhere, and then after you watch the movie, come and listen to this podcast because I don't want you to listen to the spoilers. Because it was such a joy for me this watching this movie. Because what I did in order to watch this movie, I removed myself purposely from the, gri- uh, the grid. I removed myself purposely from uh, spoilers. I avoided spoilers. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. I avoided it. Didn't watch any videos. Didn't listen to anything. Didn't read anything. And I avoided it to the plague because I paid my money to watch this movie and I'll be damned if some little fucks out there wanted to spoil this movie for me so I will at least give you the benefit of the doubt to please do not listen to this podcast any further until you have seen the movie so I'm going to give you now time and I'm marking it right now if you haven't seen the movie don't listen to this podcast. But if you have listened to, if you have seen the movie, if you've seen it and you enjoyed it, obviously you did because you watched it, then come on in. So, spoiler warning in five, four, three, two, one. From this point on, it's going to be spoilers and I will not be held responsible. I gave you fair warning and I will not want to be held responsible for you not enjoying this movie. So if you're listening, it's because you watched the movie. Okay, so you watched it. Good. Now, holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit, what a fucking movie. I mean, plot holes aside, and I'm not going to be that asshole. That just said, well, why did this happen? Because if he knew that, look... uh, Enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. It's just too 
Get your mind off the shit that you're in the midst of. These, this is the purpose of movie watching. It's not for you to psychoanalyze the shit out of this thing because I just need you to remind yourself and remind anyone that is listening, this shit is not real. It is filmmaking and it's man-made or human-made and wherever human is, has their hands involved in shit, guess what? It's going to be faulty. It's going to have some faults. It's going to have some cracks. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Take it for what it is, an enjoyable time in the cinema, and just enjoy the shit out of it, man. You don't have to be an asshole about it. So just enjoy the movie for what it is. And obviously, I did. I enjoyed this movie thoroughly. Uh, in my opinion, the best Spider-Man movie ever made. That's including Into the Spider-Verse. Can't speak for what Into the Spider-Verse Part 2 or whatever the hell is going to be called. I can't speak for that. But this movie, oh my god. It just satisfied every single uh, thing about, uh, you know, being a nerd, a geek, and following a character that you, that for me at least, I've been a fan since childhood. And I'm old. So it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while, man. I've been loving this character for a while now, almost 40 years. I mean, I'm 43, and I guess 40 years, yeah, I guess 40 years, because ever since I started, some sense of reason, my trinity has been Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, not necessarily in that order. They just keep changing positions, but it's been that trinity ever since I was a kid. Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, they just keep switching from that point on. But, man, what a great movie. Uh, now, I haven't even gotten to the spoilers yet. I'm not going to give you a blow-for-blow blow for, of the movie. I'm just going to, you know, pick the pieces that I loved about the movie. Um, I like that, you know, Peter is still a teenager. You know, uh, although, you know, the blip happened five years. But for him, it's been, what, nothing. Maybe, I mean, in the movie, picks off right where it left off, where the other one left off. So, uh, you know, it just continues from there. And, <laughs> okay, let's just go in with the first things. Matt Murdock, yes, he was Peter Parker's lawyer. Didn't get to see any uh, court uh, scenes with him, but he got Peter solved. You know, he got Peter out of the hook, and he uh, and he showed some glimpse of, daredevil shit when they threw a brick at peter's house and he just caught it and people was like how the hell did you catch that and he was like i'm a lawyer like that's not an appropriate answer you're fucking matt murdoch you're the motherfucking daredevil and now with spoilers again if you've been not watching uh, the hawkeye series with kingpin running around you know vincent d'onofrio and we have charlie cox now again as daredevil I just wish that they bring everyone back from the Netflix series except uh, Iron Fist, who I could not give two shits about. But Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and of course, Punisher. But not a watered-down piece of shit Punisher. No, 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 no. 
this John Berthal Netflix Punisher in all his gory, excessive violence glory. You need to bring that Punisher because if you don't, then you're not doing the character justice. And I know that right now uh, Marvel even introduced a new logo because people now are fucking afraid of the Skull logo. I probably have a, a Punisher t-shirt. Not because I condone whatever. He's a fucking... It's a fucking character. He's not real. And I don't condone what he does, but I just enjoy the character because he's real about him. You know, he's about his business. He knows that what he's doing is not the right thing. It's just that he needs to do this. So uh, let's just continue because that's, that's fucking sideways. Anyway, so Peter, MJ, and uh, Peter's best friend, who I just happened to forget his name now ned 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 uh all get denied entrance in mit they all want to go to mit but they get denied entrance and this not because peter parker find out because apparently once he was uh off the hook and the public got split 50 50 whether peter parker's a good guy peter parker's a bad guy so the public uh, public opinion is now 50 50 and it seems that it's been a while now since the secret is out. And Peter seems to be living his life not normal, but at least to the point that he feels comfortable enough that he can swing around without his Spider-Man gear. So uh, what happens is that both Peter, Ned, and MJ, which we happen to know her name is MJ is for Michelle Jones. So now we know the secret why she's called MJ is Michelle Jones. So there, that's why she's called MJ. So uh, all of them want to go to MIT, but they get denied because, well, they're Peter's best friends and Peter, well, you know, court of public opinion, 50-50, welcome to reality. I mean, that, that's the closest thing to real you're going to get. Because if, if it's a person that has, you know, like, eh, I don't know about this guy crucified without any expense whatsoever anyway uh so because they get in, didn't get to mit that's why peter asked for dr strange to do a spell to have the world forget who's peter parker and if you already saw the tra the trailers and parts of the scene that had already been out there peter screwed the spell because he kept interrupting dr strange while he was doing the spell so uh, that was what allowed for these villains to come in and by the way it happens really quick. Like, Peter just fucked up the whole thing, and immediately these things start showing up. These villains start showing up. And if you're wondering, are they the same villains from the other movies in the past? Yes, they are exactly those guys. Then you want to explain, well, why then, then, why then Jamie Foxx has hair when his character in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't have hair? If you were expecting me to give you an explanation that the movie does not explain it, the closest thing to an explanation is that he reacts different to the energy of this world. So apparently, uh, the energy in this world has charged with Rogaine. This allows him to fill his head. And all this also, he starts acting black again. You know, you know what I mean? He acting like Jamie Foxx, not like what he acted before when he was, uh, his normal character when he was just a plain old human he acts like a normal uh black man like jamie fox 
Not to say that Jamie Foxx is not good in this movie. He's a thousand times better than he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Let me tell you, he has some of the funniest lines in the movie. And uh, great casting. Well, not casting because he was a villain. But other than that, they don't do any whatsoever uh, effort on explaining why Jamie Foxx looks the way he does and why his powers are instead of blue are now green. Uh, yellow, sorry. Yellow. But uh, apparently he has more power in this world. Anyway, uh, so uh, Peter, when he, Peter botches the spell, then that's when he tells Dr. Strange, yeah, I was trying to get my friends to uh, into my team. And Dr. Strange like, wait a minute, you made me fuck up the universe for over a shit you could have told and just talk to the people in MIT to have them overturn your decision. Like, what the fuck are you, 12? He didn't say that, but he could have said, well, the fuck are you, 12? Just talk to them, goddammit. Anyway, Peter went and finds out through Flash where the MIT person is. And that's when you get the part in the trailer where Doc Ock shows up and, and starts wreaking havoc. And by the way, then you, if you realize, if you question why then Dr. Octopus uh, tentacles turn red... It's because they touched Peter's armor or try to rip it off. And, uh, you know, because he has the uh, iron spider armor, which had a lot of new, neat consequences. I'm actually going very per beat. I haven't deviated from the plot line so far. Anyway. So. Uh, while Doc Ock was fighting Peter, uh, he rips up parts of Peter's armor. And that part of the armor goes into the arms of the octopus. And then that Peter is able to control the AI because it notices that it has an AI. So, so his armor controls it. And then that's how he's able to stop Dr. Octopus. Now he controls the, the, uh, the Octa, uh, Octavius arms and he's able to stop him. That's when uh, the uh, uh, yeah Green Goblin shows up, throws... You know, his uh, pumpkins uh, full of explosions. But then right then and there, uh, Dr. Strange catches the, both Peter and, Doc, and Dr. Octopus. And that's when uh, Dr. Uh, Strange gives him the 411 of what's going on. Now they accidentally opened the, the multiverse due to the spell. And now everybody's showing up. So he MacGuffins Peter's suit. And makes him uh, like a portal kind of thing. So he can zap everybody that he catches. And he tells him, look, you just need to catch the poor, everybody that's coming in from the portal and send them back to the world. And that's it. That was before they find out that, as we all know, I've seen the movies. And most of these villains die fighting Spider-Man. Like uh, Electro died fight spider fighting Spider-Man. Uh, Dr. Octopus died fighting Spider-Man. Uh, Green Goblin died fighting Spider-Man. And what, and whatsoever. Okay. I'm boring you guys with so many freaking details. Let's just go for the blows and, and say, and say the top things that happened. Okay. So yeah, all the villains are back. Most of them. Yeah. Because Rhino, we, we wouldn't want him back. No, not the Rhino. No, though we, he is referenced. In the movie, and more on that later. And, uh, okay, so yeah. Okay, uh, so what is Peter trying to do? P 
Peter is trying to fix the bad guys. He's not into killing them because when he finds out that he has to send them back to in order for them to fulfill their fate, which is dying. Peter's like, no, I'm not about killing. I'm about helping. So he was like, no, let me just fix these people. So he managed to catch them all. You know, the, the lo- a little Pokemon game again. He did catch them all. Uh, but uh, including a Green Goblin, which again, William Defoe, Jesus Christ, dude, 20 years later, kills again as a Green Goblin. And it's the same dude, by the way, same dude. Uh, then Peter gets him into a, a place where, where he's living. And he has the Stark Replicator. I guess we, we, that's what we're going to call it, the Replicator. And he starts building antidotes for each of the villain's problems. Some of them are not convinced. Some of them are like, yeah, we need to get fixed. Some of them are like, nah, we don't want it. And the first one that gets fixed is Dr. Octavius, and he's fine. Then Peter's uh, Spider-Sense kicks in because he realizes that Green Goblin was about to betray them. And Peter's uh, Spider-Sense kicked in real fast. And yes, that was the case. Uh, Goblin was about to betray them. And uh, a, a fight starts in the building where Peter's living. And uh, Aunt May is there. And uh, spoilers. And this part hurts. Aunt May dies. Yes, I did not stutter. Aunt May dies. Dies in Peter's arms. And it's one of the saddest scenes. It it is the saddest scene. One of the saddest scenes. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Of the movie. Uh, So, yeah. Peter is in the fucking dumps. He And and by the way, uh, J. Jonah Jameson filmed the whole thing. Made Spider-Man look like the bad guy again. So now the court of public opinion is just shitting on him. While he's mourning the death of his aunt. And MJ and Ned are trying to find speed at Peter. Interesting note. And this is. You're going to call bullshit on that. I kind of did. But I don't give a shit. The movie's too fucking good. I don't give a shit if this is like a, a giant plot hole of the movie. Ned. The first time he visited the Sanctum Centurion. Told Dr. Strange. You know. My family. My grandma. Tells me that our family comes from magic. And, and and Dr. Strange is like, yeah, yeah, like everybody tells their kids they're magical and whatnot. So, like, that little conversation, you didn't know how to pay off just a little few minutes later later down the road. So, uh, to explain, you know the, those scenes in the trailer where if Peter is in, like, the mirror dimension, a guest fighting Dr. Strange. Peter figures out that the mirror dimension uses geometry. So he uses geometry to tie Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension, and Doctor Strange and takes away uh, the the ring thingy that they use to open portals through uh, another place, and he gives it to Ned. So Ned starts fucking around with this shit, and he turns out the motherfucker knows how to use magic. <laughs> and, and MJ and Ned are trying to fight Peter, and Ned is opening a portal. He accidentally opens a portal, looking for Peter Parker. And you see that he opens a portal and there is Spider-Man in the, in like way in the alley. And you can see just the eyes of Spider-Man. You can only see his silhouette and you can see his eyes. And, and both Ned and MJ are like, Peter, Peter, come here, Peter, come in, Peter. And then 
you see Peter, you see that Spider-Man coming in, but then when the lights get clearer, you notice that this is not our dimensions, Peter. You start recognizing this suit as a different Spider-Man suit, one worn by Andrew Garfield suit. And then he takes off his mask and yes, Andrew Gar goddamn Garfield. Yes, they did it. They brought the fucking Spider-Mans, the cinematic Spider-Mans back together. Yes, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire totally came back for this movie. There, the mega fucking spoiler. And not just to fight in the to do the 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 bad guy f fight in the end, and that's it. So yes, unfortunately for those of you, uh, 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 you know, guys that having that 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 had that conspiracy theory about who hit Lizard in that Brazilian version of the trailer, it wasn't got it wasn't John Cena. It was actually Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, who hit him. So there you go. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then Ned does the ring thing again. And oh, and by the way, there's a bunch of stuff that I'm skipping because I can't, I can't do it justice. Just go watch the movie, and it will do it justice by itself. There's some scenes that are better said, uh, better watched than said. And then he does the ring thing again, looking for Peter. And guess what? Tobey Maguire Spider Man comes in. And like when I saw it in the movie, that the, the theater went ballistic. It went crazy when these two showed up and seeing them interact together was crazy. So then MJ and uh, Ned and the other two Spider-Mans go search for our actual Spider-Man who is crying over the death of May because God damn it. Fuck you, uh, Green Goblin, for killing Aunt May. Fuck you a thousand times over. Uh, <laughs> I'm cursing a, uh, cursing a comic book character. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so uh, they go and, and they find Peter. And Peter is just, you know, bawling. Crying his fucking eyes out. And he just wants to kill Green Goblin. And so he's full of rage. And the guy that talks him, uh, both of them do. You know, both Spider-Mans talk to him and look, talk to him about their experience. And then, oh, by the way, uh, Aunt May, her last words before, one of the few last words that she uh, she said before dying was, with great power comes great responsibility. And that's what both Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire said to him. And it was like, and, and Tom Holland was like, how do you know that my aunt said that before dying and they said that's what our uncle ben said so i guess in this universe aunt may is uncle ben is our spider-man's uncle ben because you know and it's never said in this universe what happened with uncle ben if there if there even was an uncle ben he's never addressed he's never addressed at all so I mean, it kind of gives you the idea like, okay, so in this universe, Aunt May is Uncle Ben, but like very far after after the fact, because, well, he's been Spider-Man for a while, but not, I digress. The thing is, sorry, the thing is, uh, the thing is <laughs> uh, that the other Spider-Mans help P 
Peter complete the formula. Because, by the way, in the battle that they had in the apartment, the uh, antidotes to help the other villains got destroyed. So they're going to help Spider-Man fix the other villains. And they decide to do a fight in the Statue of Liberty, which now is being re uh, renewed or renovated to add Captain America's shield into it. So how times have changed that when Captain America was considered a traitor, now he is celebrated as a hero. Well, I guess with uh, the new Captain America coming around, that's awesome. Anyway, because, you know, uh, Falcon, formerly known as Falcon, is now Captain America. Anyway, uh, so the fight starts in the Empire State Building, and they manage to... Uh, there's a, a bunch of scenes, by the way, and I'm skipping a lot of bunch of stuff. Like, for example, when they were in the uh, in the school's lab, tried to come up with uh, antidotes, and Ned uh, it, it's just, hey, Peter, and all three are like, yeah, no, no, Peter Parker, we're all, all, all the answer, like, we're, yeah, we're all Peter Parker. No, I mean, Peter Parker was Spider-Man. We're all, again, Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So, do you, okay, my Peter, oh, okay, then. <laughs> And what I liked about the movie is that it gave each Spider-Man closure for the fuck-ups they did on their movies. For example, you know that scene where you see M MJ's, uh, Tom Holland's MJ fall off and Tom Holland does jump after her and almost catches it, but then the fucking Green Goblin, the suck fucking piece of shit Green Goblin, grabs Peter and he's not able to catch her, but guess who? Does go after her. Andrew Garfield. And guess what? This time he did catch her. And the dude starts bawling immediately. That was such. <laughs> that was such beauty. In that scene. It was like. Yeah. Uh, like. Oh, I saved you. I saved you. Like I love that scene. And then you got uh, the. Uh, uh, Tobey Maguire. He's like the elder statesman. I, I like when they were huddling up. Like getting like pointers. And. And they were like talking, okay, I'm Peter one. No, you're Peter one. I'm Peter two. And then Tom Holland comes like, no, I'm Peter one. Tells Tommy McGuire, you're Peter two. And tells Andrew Garfield, you're Peter three. Okay. <laughs> like he just took him out of there. Like, Who the fuck died and made you king? They don't say that, but they're like, their attitude was like, what the fuck, dude? It was like, no, I mean, I don't mean to brag. And, and Tom Holland's like, look, I don't mean to brag, but I've been in teams. Notice as I can tell you guys have not been in teams, but I've been in teams. I've, have you heard of the Avengers? And they were like, "What the hell is that? It's like it's like an online game." <laughs> like, no, the Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes. Are like, what? We don't know what the hell you're talking about because there is no Avengers in their worlds, respective worlds. Anyway, it was funny. But by the way, best line in the entire movie is when Andrew Garfield tells uh, 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 Tobey Maguire because. Andrew Garfield comes full Brugalia and full Spider-Man costume, but uh, Tobey Maguire comes in this weird-ass clothing, and he's like, so you're going to fight like this? You're going to fight like a youth pastor, or do you have your suit? That was the line of the movie. I mean, when he, when Andrew Garfield said that, so you're going to fight like a youth in that youth pastor suit? <laughs> the fucking cinema went down. Everybody just died laughing. That was the line of the uh, of the uh, of the entire movie. I'm sorry, that was the line of the movie. Like, so you're gonna fight like a youth pastor or what? 
And, and Tobey Maguire had like, you know, show underneath what the shirt is. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I got my suit under. <laughs> so he's still Spider-Man. Anyway, so Tom Holland, uh, the, the final fight is Tom Holland versus the Green Goblin. Green Goblin is like trying to pull the hate out of Peter. And we see a Peter, Tom Holland, uh, Peter, uh, Spider-Man, that is not holding back. This little fucker came to, like, when he says, I'm going to kill the son of a bitch, he's not fucking lying. Like, he hit a punch where that goblin just dodged to the floor that he, because the the giant shield of, of the statue literally fell, and they're fighting in that shield it, it, while it's drifting in the water, or it's kind of hanging, dangling between the uh, Liberty Island and the water. Anyway. When Tom Holland Spider-Man punches that fucking floor, he leaves a huge fucking dent on it. It's like, yeah, he would have squished Goblin's head on that fucking punch. So he's not pulling punches. He's not fucking pulling punches. He wants to kill him for realsies. He really wants to kill him. So both other the other two Spider-Mans are watching. Oh, by the way, uh, 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 Doctor Strange managed to escape from the prison. Spider-Man left him, and he was over-pissed. But then when he saw the situation, Spider-Man managed to turn some of the guys good. He was like, oh, shit, so the kid was actually right. Okay, so let's try to help. But what's happening is that the, the multiverse is breaking through, and they're trying to come in. So he's trying to contain... The multiverse from spreading but so that's how busy yeah dr strange is, is spending his time busy trying to contain the multiverse while peter is fighting the last villain which is the green goblin so peter beats the bejesus out of the goblin but the goblin does uh a dark dark knight uh joker heath ledger thing well that is while peter's beating the shit out of him he's just laughing brilliantly though that's why I contain that. I don't know why William Defoe has not been uh, has not been asked to play the Joker before. Because, god damn it, this dude is so goddamn good being evil. He's such so good. He's so good, and he already looks like the Joker. You just add the fucking pale skin and green hair, and that's it. It's a done deal. Anyway, uh, so he's been the shit out of him. And he manages to get him on the ropes or on the floor. So Peter picks up the glider, pulls out the, 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 the blade out of the glider, and he's going to impale. He's going to kill the Green Goblin. But guess who comes up in the middle? Tobey Maguire holds the glider. He's like, you're not this, man. You're, you're not this. This is not you. Let go of that hate. Let go of it. Let go of it. And while he's holding it, the fucking Goblin stabs Tobey Maguire in the back. And you're worried, like, oh no, don't fucking kill Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, goddamn it, don't fucking kill him. But then as Tobey Maguire says, <laughs> Andrew Garfield picks him up and he's like, dude, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. <laughs> like, they fixed that moment that you thought that Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, sacrificed himself in order for uh, Tom Holland and Peter Parker to restore his soul. And then he just murders that with yeah, I've been stabbed before. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's been stabbed a bunch of times in the fucking movies. <laughs> in, all, in all history movies, holy shit. They've beat the shit out of him. 
Anyway, uh, they managed to cure uh, the goblin. And then that's when Peter goes back to Dr. Strange. He's like, okay, okay, we fixed him. But Dr. Strange is like, yeah, good luck. Congratulations on that. By the way, multiverse is coming and we're fucked. <laughs> so I don't know what to do about that. Uh, any suggestions? And Peter was like, okay, what if we do the original spell? Like, what do you mean? Okay, what if we make everybody forget who Peter Parker is? Or forget Peter Parker? Would that fix everything? He's like, yeah, that would. But you got to understand, nobody would know who you are. Not your girlfriend, not your best friend, not even me. Nobody, not the Avengers, nobody would remember who you are. They would know who Spider-Man is, but they don't know who you are. So everything that you've done so far will be like it never happened for the rest of us. Only you would know. And he was like, yeah, I'll take that. I have to because we got to fix this shit. So Dr. Strange, okay, I'll do it. So Dr. Strange starts doing the spell. And that's when he tells uh, you better say your goodbyes to your friends. So uh, we have a Spider-Man trail hug. And all of them starts going back to their worlds. Then Peter goes and proceeds to say his goodbyes to MJ and Ned. And all three started bawling like motherfuckers. And it was a sad. uh, uh, It was a sad scene. And MJ was like, you better go back. me." what, what my takeaway of the movie is that Marvel and Sony had their cake in 82. They basically did one more day, the comic book, and did it better. They did them way more sense. They managed to do one more day in a sense, in a way that makes more sense. And they had the reboot without changing the character and everything that happened before happened before so they get to have their cake and eat it too because guess what peter ends up he tries to contact mj and ned after the fact but they don't know who he is and he realizes like no they're better off without me i better not get involved in their lives anymore so he just like says hi to them and Bye again, I guess. And he rents an apartment. You were almost expecting that was the Russian dude from uh, P- uh, the <laughs> Tony Maguire Spider-Man. It was like, rent zoo every first of the month. And you were like, Croatian accent? Uh, Russian accent? No, no. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> he gets the shittiest of shitty apartments. It kind of looks like the Tony Maguire apartment that he had for his Spider-Man. It was the shittiest apartment ever. And... Guess what? He makes a new suit because guess what? Papa uh, uh, Stark or the Stark Industries don't know who he is. Everybody don't forget about him. So guess what? This is a Spider-Man back to basics. Spider-Man back to having nothing. So he is in his like, he has shit. He has nothing. So guess what? What he has to do now because he has no suits. He has no Papa uh, Stark money to fund his suits again now. So what he does? He goes back to the OG, which is he makes his own suit and he makes a new suit. And guess what? I mean, you get silhouettes of it because he starts swinging while it's December. It's snowing and it's dark, 
but you get the silhouettes and you see it's bright blue and bright red and it's the exact exact classic spider-man suit not with the webbings coming out no 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 it is the traditional spider-man suit as it is in the comics bright blue bright red none of these muted colors you know not like oh it, it kind of looks dark no 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 it is it's sparkly blue sparkly red right vivid colors to make sure that he kills all the attention so that's how the movie ends also since everybody now forgets who peter parker is guess what in the mid credit scenes you see eddie brock spoilers for those who haven't seen uh, venom let there be carnage they get uh, uh after credit scene that seemed that sent uh venom to and and uh eddie eddie brock it seemed to send them to the dimension where our peter parker is but then the spell happens and then guess what happens uh eddie brock goes back to his world and he disappears but a little piece of symbiote is left indicating that could be the next Spider-Man film will be him to doing the dark uh, suit thingy. So uh, there you go. Uh, and that's my uh, spoiler-filled talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, it is awesome movie. I have bored you to death with talking shit. Go see it. Go see it as many times as you want. It is an enjoyable movie as i've seen in a long long ass time i really enjoyed it i really liked it and i hope that you liked it too so and i'm hoping that you did like it because you're listening to this shit so you're listening to a like-minded person that saw the movie and if you listen to all of this without watching the movie what the fuck like you just fucked yourself you understand that you just fucked yourself because i'm spoiled the whole damn movie to you when i fucking warned you not to do so Without watching the movie first. So that's this is on you. So if you want to come complain about me. You ruined the fucking movie. This is a spoiler filled review of Spider-Man No Way Home. How the fuck am I ruined this movie? So you just ruined it to yourself. There. So uh, I don't think I'll be seeing any more movies. In the, in the next coming weeks. Because this was practically it. But you'll be like well. What about Matrix Resurrections? I couldn't give two shits about that movie. To be honest with you, I couldn't give two shits about that movie. Really, I couldn't. So, uh, yeah, this would be, uh, I think, my final review of the year for a movie. And I guess the next podcast will be just me talking shit about whatever the fuck. Yeah, I guess that's it. So, uh, this has been the Husky by Boo podcast. This has been Ariel. And... You've been warned. This was a spoiler-filled review. Spider-Man No Way Home. Where Sony and Marvel get to have their cake and eat it too. So that's it. Thank you. Bye.